More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Thank you so much for being here with us. We've got a bunch to get to this hour, including uh, that New York State is in a showdown situation over the vaccine mandate with thousands of healthcare workers, Department of Education employees, The new governor of New York, pretty awful on the subject, Uh, absolutely as much an authoritarian and a Fauciite as her predecessor. In fact, I would say more so already. And plus, we've got more on the budget and the debt ceiling fight and some updates on testimony about the withdrawal from Afghanistan. This just happened on uh, Capitol Hill. You have top generals testifying right now about the uh, the charitably named chaotic Afghanistan exit I see here on the Fox News ticker and we start Clay I think with our conversation our ongoing conversation about natural immunity uh, versus vaccinated immunity which should have been a discussion in the entirety of the uh, medical bureaucracy should have been talked about by Fauci we should have had this open conversation it should have been appearing in Biden speeches for the last eight months or so hearing about the natural immunity number, hearing about where we're heading as a country when it comes to herd immunity because of it. But as our friend Marty McCary, Dr. McCary points out here, there has been an intentional effort by the people in charge to downplay and even undermine natural immunity hospitals and businesses for that matter need to be more flexible with the vaccine requirement and really convert it to an immunity requirement many hospitals have already started to do so because they're not following the blind indiscriminate guidance of the government they're following the guidance of science science makes it very clear that natural immunity which by the way many healthcare workers had from risking their lives on the front line many of them recognize that this is a form of immunity and it may be in fact more durable than vaccinated immunity so 
St. Luke's Hospital in Pennsylvania, Spectrum Health in Detroit, and many other hospitals are now saying, look, if you have natural immunity, we credit that towards an immunity requirement. That's what they've done in Europe and in Israel, and that's what we need to move to here, or we're going to be dealing with severe supply shortages of staff. There is no excuse, Clay, as we know, for that standard not to be instituted, and yet the Fauciites continue to fight it. They do. And at some point, Buck, and I don't want to go full conspiracy theorist here, but don't you at some point have to wonder whether that's related to the amount of money that these companies get every vaccinated individual when the government is funding? You know, they keep talking about the free vaccine, which is really not free, right? We're all paying for that vaccine through taxes. And it is so illogical to not be discussing it when, in reality, we know the data reflects, and it keeps coming out of Israel, where they actually have, it seems, reasonable and rational data, that natural immunity protects us more, especially against the COVID variant, the Delta variant, than the vaccine does. And so wouldn't we want to know how many people have natural immunity? Wouldn't we want to know if we were being reasonably intelligent adults, if 77% of people now, 18 and up, have gotten at least one COVID vaccine, which they have, wouldn't it be reasonable to ask the question how many of the 23% remaining are not anti-vax, Donald Trump-supporting, red state, redneck, lunatic, loser idiots And how many of them are actually people like me or the NBA player Jonathan Isaac, who we played earlier, who already have natural COVID immunity? Wouldn't you want to know about that 23%? In fact, let's listen to Jonathan Isaac one more time. Let's play cut two. I've had COVID in the past. And so our our understanding of antibodies, of natural immunity has uh, changed a, a great deal from the onset of the pandemic and is still evolving I understand that the vaccine would uh, um, help if, if, if you catch COVID and uh, you'll be able to have less symptoms um, from contracting it. But with me having COVID in the past and having antibodies with my current um, age group and uh, uh, fitness, physical fitness level, um, it's not necessarily a fear of mine. I would say, honestly, the, the, the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or um, talked crazy to doesn't make one comfortable to do what said person is telling them to do. Yeah, I would say that's a couple of the reasons. Hey, I'm starting to wonder, Buck, how many of these NBA players are going to be looking? I mean, first of all, Jonathan Isaac credit. I would encourage you to go follow him. You can see that full video. Uh, I mean, super smart response from him. We also played you Bradley Beal. These are two NBA players who are refusing to get vaccinated because they've already had COVID. They're basically taking the same tack that that I have so far. How many of these NBA players are having a realization, maybe their own form of red pill moment, where they're recognizing that the media who is covering them, which, by the way, is demonizing them, Jonathan Isaac is getting crushed by the blue checkmark brigade for having the audacity to not immediately uh, be a subservient to the vaccine oligarchs and go get his shot. How many of them are starting to recognize this is an eye-opening moment for them 
where they're starting to realize that the media, which everybody says you have to trust and listen to, is fundamentally dishonest oftentimes. And it's interesting, Buck, how quickly these guys have gone from, oh, we need athletes to use their voices. And as soon as these guys are raising questions, it's like, oh, no, 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 not that way, right? Not that way, not with that kind of intellect. We need you to tell us how great BLM is and how awful America is. We don't need your opinion on whether or not the vaccine makes sense in your individual scenario. There are very real consequences to all of this as well. People trust the health authorities right now, the CDC, the NIH, the Biden administration, which oversees HHS. They trust them less than they would otherwise, with good reason, because, you know, recently when Biden unveiled the that the mandates when he gave that speech there was not a single i remember because i watched it and then i went back and read through the transcript to make sure there was not a single mention of natural immunity in the entire speech about how we get through covid that's deliberate this is a choice that has been made to pretend that really the foundational truth of a pandemic which is that people get sick people survive people get better the population then is more protected somehow doesn't apply in the era of, to borrow from what I say the governor of New York wants, in Pfizer we trust, or in Moderna we trust, as if these are celestial beings who have uh, deigned to give us the answer here to the pandemic, Clay, when we know that it's certainly not the answer they were promising a few months ago, and we'll see how much longer it even lasts into, into the winter period. But, of course, people are going to be asking questions about this. And, of course, it can be counterproductive. I mean, back to our friend Dr. McCary, he says that since the White House announced the vaccine mandates, here's what's actually happened when it comes to people getting vaccinated. You know, it's a mischaracterization and it's inaccurate and it's scientifically imprecise. And if we really want to do everything we can to reduce the avoidable harm, that is the people dying today are adults with no natural immunity and no vaccine. That's where we need to focus our efforts right now. If you look at the blanket and indiscriminate vaccine mandates that came from the White House after they were announced, Vaccination rates on a daily basis have gone down 20%. That is, we were doing about 810,000 a day, and now we're down to about 650,000 a day. That's because it hardened people who see the overreach of government. Those are the people we want to encourage to get vaccinated, not alienate. People see the blunt force trauma of government overreach, and in this country, they rightly react with revulsion now they're still making decisions about whether they you know maybe at this point they get vaxxed if they haven't or not and we on this show have been very clear people at high risk we advise because just we see all everyone even alex parents i, everyone I we told talk, my parents yesterday and, at dinner buck i told them hey you should probably go get the booster yes they're 77 years old as we get ready for fall and winter i said you get a flu shot every year i would encourage you even though you're frustrated with the biden communication I think it makes sense as your son. I'm telling you, I think you should get the booster. I would tell everybody that who's listening to us that's over 75. Absolutely. Um, and for a lot of people, they would even say, you know, err on the side of caution if you're if you're 65 and up. Yes. And, you know, you, you see, though, what has been done to us in this country even. And we haven't gone quite as far as Australia. But the only reason Australia has been able to justify in its own mind, the state, uh, the state there has been able to justify the extreme measures is because it's an island and they were able that's to right. cut off travel. So they think they just masked up properly, but that's a delusion. And it's a delusion that's led to a country of 25 million people where they have now 
months of Sydney being under 9 p.m. curfew. They have people that are getting tackled out in the streets for wearing a mask and being in public. There's a radius, a distance that you're allowed to be uh, from your home if you go beyond that. They're giving people $3,000 fines, Clay, for, for breaking some of these idiotic COVID protocols. I mean, any government official who thinks they have a right to prevent you from being out in open fresh air and force you to breathe through a cloth because they say so is a tyrant. We need to remember this. They are a tyrant by definition. It's also predicated Australia's entire policy on the idea of COVID zero, which is a fallacy, which is not going to exist, which Dr. Fauci continued to sell up into and through May. This idea that we were going to eradicate COVID like we eradicated smallpox, for instance. That's what they were selling. And in Australia, it's like it slowly dawned on them. Yes, we're in island. And yes, we've been able to restrict travel. But we can't shut down Australia forever. At some point, we're going to have to return to normal life. And when that happens, it's likely that because because there's almost no natural immunity in Australia... It's going to spread through there like wildfire because they're not going to be able to reject the virus is going to virus, as our buddy Alex Berenson says. And as one thing that I think we'll see continue to play out is they don't want to get answers about the societal costs here to all of this. Like the people that would normally be looking into how bad is the learning loss of students in this country? What is it meant for poor people? I mean, truly poor, not poor by American standards around the world to have so much economic disruption what is it meant in countries you know like like india for example where they instituted all these policies and suffered horribly from covid anyway we can't get honest answers from people because and this brings us full circle to kathy hochel the governor of new york this has become a function not of science but of belief for a lot yes. of people they it's a have, religion it, it's it's a really a religion of narcissism and it's a religion of virtue signaling and there are plenty of people who can be controlled by the high priests of Fauciism because they're so terrified all the time. So they'll listen to anybody that promises them a way out of this. And there are those at the top of this pyramid who don't want to give up the power and authority they have. So get ready for those boosters every year and those lockdowns and mask mandates to continue. We're going to play some of that audio for you if you haven't heard it. Also, to the credit of the people of New York, Buck, your hometown they are standing up. There are protests against vaccine mandates. We'll play you some of the audio of that. In the meantime, I want you to know nearly one out of three of the people out there suffer from chronic pain, all as a result of aging, exercise, overexertion, effects of everyday living. That's why Relief Factor exists. It's the product we recommend for pain relief. Made by doctors, perfected over 15 years of scientific research. Relief Factor made for you. Four key ingredients. My wife looked at all this. She is a health nut. She said this is all what you need to have in your body. It's why she takes it. She works out hard. She's got three young kids to take care of. Helps her to deal with some of the stresses that come from overexertion exercise. Buck's dad does it as well. Hundreds of thousands have ordered it. 70% of them go on to order more. If you're currently in pain and have a 70% chance to eliminate it, wouldn't you spend $20 and try it for three weeks to see if it helps you? Buck, how can they get signed up? Join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 
To get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you, go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, relief, relief factor, feel the difference. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. We hope all of you are having a fantastic Tuesday as we roll through the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. Encourage you to go subscribe. Go give us five stars. You can search out my name. You can search out Buck Sexton. We are usually in the top 10 or top 15 of all news podcasts, which is pretty impressive considering... This is the biggest show in radio, so a lot of you are still seeking us out on podcast as well. So we appreciate all of you for pursuing the show and finding us any way you possibly can. We've been talking about the decline in trust for Joe Biden as it pertains to COVID, the lack of intellectually honest discussion surrounding natural immunity, COVID mandates in New York. We're going to play you Some of the crazy quotes from the new New York governor replacing Andrew Cuomo, Kathy Hochul. But I want you to hear in a positive sign this protest that took place in New York City against vaccine mandates. Buck, I don't know why you weren't out there beating the drum, leading this parade. I didn't know about it. I mean, dude, the swoop will be out front as soon as I hear about one of these things. They don't tell me. I saw like, I mean, there's a lot of people in this protest and 
despite the fact that everybody out there in the media wants to say, oh, it's your ignorant Trump voters who are refusing to go get their COVID vaccine. It was a really diverse group of people. You can see the video. We want to play some of the audio, and it ain't that good for Joe Biden. Get the, get the idea of what's going on I, I there. I think they're unhappy with in the, case, like, De Blasio and Joe Biden. In case you couldn't hear, because it's a little bit like conflicted there. As Buck just said they were going after De Blasio in New York City for the vaccine it, mandates, and Joe Biden for his presidential I, vaccine. I want to want a hat tip. Uh, I think it was Can, uh, Candace Owens who first brought up this uh, dichotomy. Maybe it was last week about how so you go into a restaurant in New York. Yes, you have to show your vaccine passport. But you get on the subway, you don't have to show anything. You just get to sit in your subway car, surrounded by people, no ventilation. Indoors. There's no outdoor dining option, so to speak, in the subway. You're indoors in the subway car. And I think it's very clear why that is. Because a lot of the minority population of New York City remains unvaccinated. And New York City would come to a screeching halt in a lot of ways if you could not get those frontline workers who are uh, uh, you know, a, a large percentage of them are uh, black, black and, and brown Hispanic. people. Yeah. And if you cut them for, off from subway access, now you're not going to have people that are actually showing up and working in the businesses, restaurants, et cetera, in New York City and Manhattan proper, for example. In, Putting in on their masks for the rich people so they can serve That's them. the class element of this, folks. The people that are in the uh, so-called service industry or the, so- the servant class service industry, they're always masked up somehow. But AOC and the rest are not. It's amazing. We've got to tell you, by the way, when it comes to getting dressed, always about having the right gear, the right clothes, especially in fall when temperatures can move 30 degrees in a matter of weeks. You're overheating one sec, freezing the next. To be ready for anything, you need underwear that can handle everything. That's my friends at Tommy John. When you start off your day wearing Tommy John, you're much more comfortable. You do everything better. Tommy John's men's underwear, breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric, four times the stretch of competing brands. That's why they don't have customers. They have fanatics. And you can include Buck and I in the fanatic category. Tommy John underwear, soft, supportive, stretchy. This fall, upgrade what's underneath. New Tommy John underwear. And get signed up right now. They've got their best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. 20% off your first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash Clay and Buck. TommyJohn.com slash Clay and Buck. 20% off TommyJohn.com slash Clay and Buck. Thanks for being here on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. We have so much to talk to you about, and on any given day, Clay and I feel like we get through about about half of it all. I mean, there's still so much more on the border. Uh, the, the short version of what's going to happen to the border is uh, it's going to get worse or it's going to keep being wide open. I guess that I don't know how much worse it can really be. You've got more migrants uh, from South America, but of Haitian origin who will be making their way to the U.S.-Mexico border in the days or weeks ahead. And the Biden administration's going to wave them in again, just like they did the last time. Uh, we'll probably follow up with you on that more tomorrow, because for right now, we are still in the what's going to happen phase of a showdown, a standoff over whether or not some employees of the New York hospital system, New York state uh, medical employees and also 
Department of Education of New York uh, employees are going to get the shot. There are thousands and thousands of jobs at risk. The em- education employees have until Friday, so they have some more days to get the shot if they so choose. But the midnight deadline last night expired for uh, medical personnel. And I, I remember very vividly in the earliest days of the pandemic, there was this, Clay, I don't know how many other places they had this, but in New York, because we got hit first and hardest by the pandemic in March of 2020. All I mean, the, the, the numbers were out of control, so much so that a lot of the rest of the country thought maybe it was just going to be a New York population density thing and other places wouldn't have quite the problems they ended up having because New York is one of the worst in the whole world for COVID. I mean, New York, Belgium, there are a handful of places that just got crushed, northern Italy. And there are people who are banging pots and pans every day, because I was doing live radio uh, here on 710 WOR at the time, and I remember this. I would hear it as I was doing the radio every day, uh, p- banging of pots and pans right at 7 o'clock. People would Just, go out on their balconies, that's right. go outdoors, and, and, and celebrate was, the workers. It was all about love for the frontline healthcare workers. Fast forward 18 months, and so many more months of... Going in, dealing with COVID patients, going in, possibly being uh, sick and just being around that high stress environment. And now there are hundreds, if not really thousands, it is, it's thousands, depending on whether you're talking about the city or the overall state of people who face immediate job loss and cu- being cut off. I mean, just to be spiteful, they're going to cut them off from unemployment benefits if they Despite don't get the Despite the fact shot. that there are people who've gotten unemployment benefits for over a year now who haven't even attempted to do work and certainly haven't done anything anywhere near as productive as what the health Yeah, they, they definitely have. weren't wearing respirators in the COVID yes. ward of, you know, Mount Sinai, right? That, that, that wasn't happening. They've been eating Cheetos and watching Netflix. And, and here is the new governor. When, when you hear the way she talks about this, I mean, really... This is the religion of Fauciism, which I've been talking about. Clay's been talking about for over a year now. It's clear there's a there's a cult of the Fauciites. There's a a belief system in place. And here is the governor of New York acting like she is a a high level member, a priest or a bishop, whatever you want to call it, of this church, so to speak. I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you, all of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. God wants you to get the shot. This is the governor of New York. This is a powerful politician who has quarantine and health uh, authority under the state of New York uh, Constitution and abuses it, of course, and will be abusing it. Wants to mask up your kids. God wants Clay. Did you know that? God wants you to get the shot, apparently. Did not know. And, I mean, to to kind of endorse further the idea of Fauciism as a religion, she doesn't have a cross that she wears around her neck, Buck, as many people do to make it clear that they're in adherents of the Christian faith. She has a gold charm that says vaccinated. 
Think about how crazy. Have you seen this? Yes, the, it's the, lunacy. The, and by the way, Clay is not kidding. She actually no, does this is have real. One. This is real. Yeah, this is not hyperbole. She has a gold necklace and the charm on it says vaccinated. If that's not a sign of how many people out there on the far left wing have turned the vaccine and an endorsement of the vaccine into their own religion, I don't know what is, but it also explains, Buck, why they are so angry anytime people like you or me ask questions in any way because they are such moral absolutists as it pertains to the vaccine that when you point out nuance or when you discuss the fact that there's a difference on the vaccine if you're 75 or if you're morbidly obese or if you're 25 years old and super healthy in terms of how much the vaccine helps you, they attack you. They are angry. They're furious that you would deign to even question their God, the vaccine. And we already see that there are ramifications for this heavy-handed policy. Remember, there's no exemption for natural immunity in New York State. There's no exemption that they will continue, as I understand it, to uh, support of religious exemption from this because uh, Hochul has said that all of the major religions, whatever that means, agree that vaccines are okay. And so what are they doing? They're planning on, remember, Vaccine mandates are so important for hospital capacity that they're going to destroy hospital capacity with vaccine mandates. This is the circular world that we live in where no one seems able to think through the full consequences of what they're doing. Here's New York Governor Hochul again saying that they're going to deploy the National Guard to replace unvaccinated health care workers. We'll be nation leading with our mandate which strikes at midnight tonight when everyone is expected in a hospital in the state of new york or a health care facility to have been vaccinated i will be signing an executive order to give me the emergency powers necessary to address these shortages where they occur and that's going to allow me to deploy the national guard who are medically trained deploy people uh, who've been retired who may have had a license lapse bring in people from elsewhere that is not my first position though my friends my 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 desire is to have the people who've been out there continue to work in their jobs work in them safely and to all the other health care workers who are vaccinated they also deserve to know that the people they're working with will not get them sick i mean clay this is this never ends this logic that or illogic really that people apply to this from the position of lockdowns mandates fauciism this divide, it never goes away until we are able to take people who are unmoored and irrational and say, you just have to accept that it's never going to be perfect and we have to go back to normal life. Now, not not in six months, now. We had 15 days to stop the spread to try to avoid overloading our hospitals. Now the new governor of New York may ensure that our hospitals in New York are overloaded by demanding that healthcare workers, most of whom I would venture, have already been exposed to COVID and have natural immunity because they've recovered from it, because they've been on the front lines, many of them for 18 months now, to ensure that they take a vaccine that they don't need. It's madness. It's pure and utter madness. Buck, uh, our friend Allie, our producer on the show, the opposite of madness, she got to walk. Uh, and part of this uh, ad that we're going to do for Tunnel of the Towers and I want her to come in here and just tell us how cool it was 
to be a part of this overall experience. We want you to help Tunnel the Towers do good. You can donate $11 a month at T2T.org. But there were tens of thousands of people over the weekend who had the opportunity to come out and support 20 years later everybody who has helped to fight this battle on behalf of Tunnel the Towers. And Allie was there, and she can tell us, I mean, how incredible was the experience, Allie? It was incredible. It was amazing. I, I am, I'm like tongue-tied right now because I basically cannot give words to this. 30,000 people all there supporting this organization, which does so many things, not just this walk, but so many other things. But this walk in particular was a cause that was really important to Rush. I did it two years ago when we did the Stand Up to Betsy Ross campaign. And just to have all those people going through the Battery Park Tunnel, re- retracing the steps of Stephen Siller, which is Frank's younger brother, who went through that day. He had just come off an all-night shift, 60 pounds of gear on his back, turned around, went back in, never came out, along with 343 other firefighters. And, I mean, just to retrace the steps, all these people who were all there supporting the police, the military firefighters, first responders, that that alone felt incredible. And having lost someone myself that day in the North Tower, it holds personal meaning to me. And Rush, this cause was so important to him. So to keep doing it, I'm going to do it every year because it's that amazing. And I, I could keep going and going and going. But No, that's fantastic. Look, we want you to know, by the way, that Ali, phenomenal job there. We've kept just about every single person who worked with Rush for the past 20 years. You heard Ali talking about how much this meant to Rush how much that staff meant to him and how much they still mean all to us. They want you to help Tunnel the Towers do good. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is that is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Encourage all of you to go get... The podcast signed up. All you have to do is search out my name, Clay Travis. Search out Buck Sexton. You'll be able to make sure that you never miss a moment. We had one guest today. Good one. Jim Jordan, congressman from Ohio. Start of the second hour of the program. But lots of really good discussion on a variety of big-time topics out there. Make sure you don't miss a minute. Search out the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. You can give us five stars. we got people who want to weigh in. Buck, who do we want to go to first? Let's say Carol in South Dakota. Hey, Carol, how you doing? I'm doing great. Hi, you guys. Love your watch your show. I listen to your show all the time. Thanks so Appreciate much. Appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, from a red state, and we kind of escaped the mandates <clears throat> for a good long time. Now, all of a sudden, Biden decides that hospitals are not going to get Medicare and Medicaid reimbursement if all the employees aren't vaccinated. I've been in my present position as a nurse for 30 years, and now I'm going to be terminated as of uh, the 1st of December. So you will be fine. You live in South Dakota, and you're saying if and you've been a nurse for 30 years, you will be yes. fired as of December if you do not. Yeah, this is what I've been saying. The red states, sure. people people think the red states are going to be free of this stuff. They're, it's not, not the case. They're going to come after you on the federal side. It'd be good if some state governors did more to try to protect the people in their states from this kind of thing. Have you had COVID yourself? Do you know? I have been exposed for the last 18 months, 19 months. I know I have been. I've had a couple of situations where I didn't feel good, but I have never had it, per se. I've never I've never even been tested for it. Have you been tested for antibodies? I'm going to be doing that here pretty soon. Yeah. I would encourage... Let me, let me, thank you for the call. Yeah. I would encourage everybody out there, if you're nervous about getting uh, tested for getting the vaccine... But you feel like you've been exposed, which, frankly, a huge majority, I think, of the American public has, especially if you are in a hospital. I'd encourage you to go get an antibody test. I did it. Buck did it. Even if you haven't tested positive for COVID, you can find out whether or not you had it. The antibody test that I took, I don't know about yours, Buck, but it cost me, I think, 25 bucks. Took, a, you know, an afternoon and uh, you officially get, you know, you give blood they analyze it. I'm sure there's different ways they can do it, but the way that I did it was pretty simple. You give them a, a blood sample. They do it there at the meeting while you're there, and uh, they come back and tell you whether or not you have current antibodies uh, in your body. And, of course, there's also T-cell immunity, which they can't even test for, which you can get from an actual infection and recovery from COVID. And that's part of why people believe it is more durable and more effective to have natural immunity than even the vaccinated kind sarah in upstate new york hey sarah what's going on hi uh thanks so much for taking my call thank you 
So, can I just give you my story briefly here? Go for it. Sure. So, um, again, I'm in upstate New York. I'm a physician assistant, and my husband's a physician assistant as well. Um, Briefly, my story is that I've been a PA for the last seven years. Um, I've had the privilege of treating and caring for so many patients during the last seven years, Um, particularly over the last year and a half. um, It's been a really lonely time for a lot of people in the hospital. I was honored to have the opportunity to, uh, to do a lot of FaceTime visits with family members. Um, hold many hands with everything going on, you know, tears streaming down on uh, my side of the screen and their side as well. Um, the beginning of this pandemic, uh, I was 39 weeks pregnant. I sent my husband to work in the COVID tent um, without all the proper PPE. And long story short, um, I got COVID working in the hospital um, in January of this year. And now me and my husband are both, um, you know, we're both on the line right now to lose our jobs. Do you, did you so you said you were thirty nine months pregnant? Is the baby yep, okay? At the start of the pandemic, is your yep, baby okay now? Fine. Yeah, he's totally fine. Oh, thank um, God. Okay, that's that, that's that's beginning. what I'm going to ask now for you and your husband. Yeah. Are, are you mm-hmm. open to moving to a different state? Because obviously, both of you have been working hard to try to take care of everybody, as you mentioned, holding up phones so that people could say goodbye to their loved ones. You've already had COVID. You have natural immunity. Are you and your husband open to moving to a new location to be able to do your jobs? Um, We're kind of just kind of waiting things out right now to see how things will play out. Um, You know, we have family here, um, extensive family, and we really love where we live. Um, yes. We're very involved in, you know, a lot of things here, church, et cetera. So we're having a hard time figuring out what the next steps are. Well, I can understand. I well, I appreciate you sharing that. your story. And I, I know there are a lot of people out there. Clay, she, who, she's one of the people who everyone in New York yes. was banging pots and pans for, banging, right. banging together things to show appreciation. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And now by diktat from Hochul, the, uh, the tyrant of the Empire State, she and her husband face losing their jobs after all the, all the service they've done. I mean, this this would be like this would be like taking your soldiers and throwing them in prison after they come back from the war because you know they won't support the right political party. I mean, this is madness. It is complete and utter madness, and we appreciate her sharing her family's story. But I think that's representative of thousands of other people in the state of New York right now. Bob. Of course, people I mean, look are... look at what the risk is that they're willing to take on even at this point. And remember that even people who get the shot at the last minute. You know, there's going to be a lot of uh, there are a lot of people that are, you know, view this as a moral issue. Right. They're judging the people who haven't gotten the shot yet, who are in these, uh, whether it's a hospital or a school setting or whatever. And remember, the vaccines work so well, everybody, that everyone around the vaccinated has to get the vaccine, even if they have natural immunity for no apparent reason. That's what we're told. It's totally illogical. And also the mandates, I think, stiffen the backbone of many people that they don't want to accede mm-hmm. to governmental People don't authority. like tyrants. It's, it's, a, That's right. it's actually a, it's a great human trait. yearning for freedom against It's a great trait of America, after yeah, all. Yeah, it's one thing that, you know, you, you see it happening here, and it kind of reaffirms your faith that in the long run, the country might actually be okay, because there's some people who are just saying they will not uh, bend the knee to the tyranny. So we'll get into this more tomorrow. Clay, any thoughts? I just I, I I'm praying for all those people out there who have to make that decision, job or vaccine. I don't think it's an easy one. And I think the New York governor is an imbecile. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network.
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.